the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Where is the outrage? Yeah, maybe you think that women have come a long way and have come close to reaching equality in the workplace, but you would be wrong. And we here at AM 1250, The Answer, always vigilant when it comes to equity for all humans, regardless of race or any of the 62 genders, are keeping an eye on some career opportunities that even in 2023 appear to be unavailable to women, women, as hard as that may be to believe. Thanks to Gender Studies for Men, you can find them on Twitter, we have a list with some some disturbing numbers here. For example, did you know that 97% of the people working as plumbers in America are men? How can that be? I mean, what happens to the millions of young girls coming out of high school who've been dreaming of spending their lives in the plumbing industry? The doors are closed. Then there's roofing. Uh, <clears throat> men hold 90% of those jobs. So think of that this summer when you see those men-only crews up there having a good time walking around on those red-hot shingles and all those women who would love to be up there with them, but they can't because of sexist hiring practices. Now, you won't be able to see the disturbing numbers in one area. That would be coal mines. Now, maybe if they were more visible, somebody would do something about the embarrassing number of women who are still kept above ground. 94% of all coal miners are men. Is this fair to those young girls who've dreamed of spending a third of their lives underground? Now, there are crane operators. That's 96% men. And how about loggers? 93% men. Look up the next time you walk by a huge building that's under construction, and you're going to find out that only 8% of the workers walking on those beams up there are women. Terrible. And the next time your house catches on fire, there's only a 5% chance that you're going to be rescued by a woman. 95% men in firefighting. And today, someone you know could have had a daughter or a sister turned down for a job in an industry where there seems to have been some progress made in the last 50 years, but is still way out of way too much out of reach for women. 87% of the workers in the garbage collecting industry are men. Seriously, where's the outrage from liberals and Democrats? Why are the women's groups silent about this? Millions of women are out there right now who would love to be unstopping a toilet or riding on the back of a garbage truck, but the patriarchy is standing in the way. Well, I can tell you this, we'll be keeping an eye on these numbers and do whatever we can to open doors for all the millions of women who are still oppressed in 2023. Have my word on that. When we come back, it's March Madness in Climate Change. We're going to take a look at the matchups to determine the biggest climate change hypocrite in America. And it's an impressive field. And in our second half hour, someone with an answer to one of the biggest questions of our time. What does woke mean? Stick around. Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does Jandy Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And J&T Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&T Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. 
Of all the questions you get asked every day, this one you shouldn't ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money, so make sure you aren't overpaying. Keep every dollar you're entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely isn't fun. That's why at the Synergy Group, we work with tax professionals to help make sure you aren't paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at the Synergy Group today for your complimentary tax analysis. 412-673-7760. Don't do the IRS any favors. 412-673-7760. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial. Member FINRA SIP. Investment advice offered through JW Cole Advisors. JW Cole Financial and JW Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. Neither the firm nor its agents or representatives may give tax advice. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800 8,000. That's 800-900-8,000. 800-900-8,000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8,000. I studied Spanish in college and never got fluent. But then I tried Babbel. Want the most effective way to learn another language? In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel's bite-sized lessons will have you learning another language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is all conversation-based, so it gets you speaking quickly about things you actually talk about in the real world. You'll really see a difference in how you can speak and how conversational you can be in just a few weeks. Babbel isn't just lessons. You can listen to podcasts, play games, watch videos. You can even take live online classes with a language teacher. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. The lessons online and in the app make it easy to learn from pretty much anywhere. University studies have shown that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a semester of college Spanish. If you want to learn a new language, there's no better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, we are right in the middle of March Madness. You were probably aware of that since uh, there's been so much basketball on TV. You might have noticed that, but you might not have been aware of Energy Hypocrite Madness. That's going on at Power of the Future right now. You can check it out on Twitter, at Power of the Future. And Daniel Turner is the founder and CEO of Power of the Future. He joins us now. Good to have you back on again, Daniel. Oh, thank you for having me on, John. Great to be with you. So, um... You're going to have a matchup every day on Twitter, I see. Um, and then again, your your uh, your handle on Twitter is at Power of the Future. <clears throat> I see today it's Bill Gates against Joe Biden. Where should I put my money? Well, you know the the, the polling uh, the game is already over, and this has been for those who are doing brackets this year. This has been a devastating year for bracket. I think I was destroyed after the first round. And uh, so this is a this is a Xavier, a Purdue level of of upset right now. Bill Gates defeat Joe Biden in in the first round. Wow! Very impressive win. Very impressive win for Bill Gates. Yes. What and what are what uh, what got Bill Gates in there? What I mean, I know he's Mister Environment and Mister Vaccine. I think what drove our voters uh, to to choose Bill Gates is the fact that he's worth one hundred and sixty billion dollars. And he spends a lot of time telling uh, poor folks in, in the third world that they can't have electricity because of climate change. Probably just the hypocrisy of it. I think maybe voters realized, um, you know, Joe Biden is a politician. And if you promise to elect a politician, they'll basically do or say anything you want. Um, but Bill Gates doesn't need to do any of this. I got to tell you, John, if I was worth one hundred and sixty billion dollars, 
I wouldn't give a damn about anything. Climate change, <laughs> not climate change. I would be on a yacht somewhere. But here's Bill Gates with all of his billions, and he is going to try his hardest to make sure the people in Western PA don't work in fracking. And he's buying up farmland everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a good upset. It was a good upset for Bill Gates. Congratulations. He moves on to the Elite Eight. So who who uh, who is uh, in contention to face Bill Gates now? Um, well, that's undecided yet. It will be the um, the victor of either Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, famous, right, got a big following. Uh, but, you know, she's up against Tracy Stone Manning, and she's a bit of an underdog. She's not well-known. But she is a fighter. Tracy Stone Manning is the head of the Bureau of Land Management. Um, the reason why we have her on the list is because back in the day, I think we may have even talked about this when she was first proposed for this job and was up for Senate confirmation. Back in the day, Tracy Stone Manning was one of those famous Oregon tree spikers where they would, uh, the, the ecological warriors, the eco uh, terrorists who would spike trees. So with with eight inch, uh, nine inch uh, steel spikes so that the loggers uh, would would kill themselves when they would try to chop them down. That's nice. Uh, Tracy Stone. Oh, yeah. Lovely woman. Right. Lovely woman. And it gets even better because when they were caught, she ratted on all of her friends and cut a deal with the feds and sent them to jail. And she got off scot-free. And now what does she do? Now she's one of the highest people in the Biden administration. So. You know, with a resume like that, AOC is a she is fierce competitor, no doubt. But Tracy Stone Manning, that is old school environmentalism, right? The tree loggers of Oregon and the spotted owls, that's some old school fight. And I got to put my money on Tracy Stone Manning. And they're still out there, aren't they? And they're oh, not God, yeah. Out from, from any of that stupidity. No. No, you know, I mean, we talk a lot about Antifa and, and BLM riots, and we saw the George Floyd riots. But the original um, political violence in this country really is the environmental movement. Um, and you maybe need to be of a certain age to remember that. Any 19-year-old who's laying down in the street there in Pittsburgh saying that I'm laying here for, for climate change, they got nothing on the eco-terrorists of the 70s and 80s who literally did get people killed, whether they burned down ski lodges, whether they sabotaged um, ski lifts and gondolas on ski resorts. Uh, people like Tracy Stone Manning that got loggers killed uh, as they were just trying to cut down trees. Um, the original political violence uh, of this century, the last 50 years, are the Greens. And um, boy, are they a vicious group. Yeah. Um, Antifa is big on this. Um, they, uh, but, you know, I, and this isn't a, uh, on the subject of your term, and we'll get back to that in a minute, but um, they... I, I, they just are, are one of the groups of many, and mo I think most are the same, that their motivation really isn't all, all that much about the environment. It's just a way of being uh, a disruptor and a way of trying to get, um, I guess, they seem to be anti-government, but they're not. What they actually want is the government to have full control. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and it's intimidation tactics. I mean, calling them terrorists is not far uh, uh, it's not a stretch because they do use terror to accomplish their goals. They scare you, right? Just like the original terrorists, the, the Islamic terrorists, they make you not want to leave the house. They make you not want to go places. Um, we remember after 9-11 how we had to encourage people to go back out and leave your house and get on planes. Terrorism is very effective, and the green terrorists and the Antifa terrorists do the exact same thing. They realize that if they if they are violent enough and aggressive enough, People will back down and, and they will they will conform to whatever this group wants. Um, it's disappointing that we haven't declared these groups domestic terrorists, groups like Antifa. Um, but maybe because the folks who could declare them a domestic terrorist organization somehow benefit from from what they're doing. But that's just a speculation on my part. We're talking to Daniel Turner. He's the founder and CEO of Power of the Future. And they are doing energy hypocrite madness up at the uh, Twitter at the um at the Power of the Future Twitter site. Uh, you can find it at, at Power of the Future. And the big winner today, Bill Gates beats uh, Joe Biden in the opening matchup. Um, and you mentioned uh, AOC against Tracy Stone Manning is coming up. Gavin Newsom is in there, isn't he? 
Oh, of course. No, and Gavin's a strong, I mean, he's got to be at least a two seed. Uh, he's a, he's a strong contender, right? He's a, he, he's a well-known climate activist, whether or not he actually believes any of it is another story, but he definitely does use it for his political advantage. So, um, and I got to tell you, you know, I look across the board and it's a very diverse group of folks. We've got all races, all genders, all, all non-genders, even if necessary. We've got We've got lots of different folks who are up for this uh, this Sweet 16 because that is just how diverse the eco-left is. It's, it's impregnated every part of society with their lunacy. And I guess you have, uh, voters have to make a decision between maybe how loud someone is or how prominent they are in the movement and the level of hypocrisy. That, that, sure. Are we voting for the level of, of hypocrisy or how well-known these idiots are for what they're pushing? Probably the level of hypocrisy, and that's what's great about the Bill Gates victory, is that um, no one expects an elected official to be anything but a hypocrite, right? There's that famous expression that they're cheaters and liars, and when they're not uh, kissing babies, they're stealing their lollipops, right? So no one one expects Joe Biden to be anything but a hypocrite. He's He's a politician. But you think someone like Bill Gates, who came from a fairly humble background and just had some really good breaks and grew to be the wealth, one of the wealthiest people in the world, you'd think he would have a different perspective of, of, of energy and, and how cheap, abundant, reliable energy powers communities and, and families. And you'd think, boy, if you had $160 billion, you'd maybe look at some of those little towns in the Rust Belt and say, hey, what can we do to help these folks get back on their feet? But that's not what Bill Gates does. He's gonna, he is, he is hell-bent on creating more Rust Belts. And when I say he wants to put Western PA frackers out of a job, I don't mean that lightly. He does. He doesn't want Pennsylvania to have an oil and gas industry. He doesn't want you to have a coal industry. Uh, he doesn't want you to have a steel industry. He's fine if China has those things. But he'll be damned if Pennsylvania has those things. Of course, he doesn't live in Pennsylvania. So you'd scratch your head and say, why are you persecuting us so much? But that's a... That's an existential question that we'll have to wait for the afterlife to figure out why. But um, these folks go out of their way to destroy rural America and and working communities, and that's what makes them such hypocrites. Uh, I see Prince Harry is in the field. (laughs) How could he not be? (laughs) Um, Yes, an amazing example of someone who was born with the literal silver spoon in his mouth. Um, and also embraces the entire climate agenda. Uh, Prince Harry will, and I feel bad putting him on this list because he's had a he's, he's had a tough couple of, of months. Um, most most of it because of his own doing. Don't get me wrong, but um, Prince Harry will gladly fly, fly the private jet to sub-Saharan Africa and and tell the folks there that climate change is an existential threat and they can't develop their fossil fuels, and then he'll leave them an impoverished, barefoot, dark, sub-Saharan Africa, dark because there's no electricity, no power, um, impoverished. I'll leave them there, and he'll fly back. And yeah. he'll think, I-, I did something good for the world right now. And I, Jennifer Granholm is one of my favorites, not because <laughs> uh, she's uh, as dangerous, although she is because she's a energy secretary, but because she's really dumb. She doesn't yeah. seem to know, have the first idea of what she's talking about. No, no, and most of this cabinet does, and we've talked about that before. It's really remarkable how um, it shows how elections matter, and it shows the power of the Senate. And, and in 2021, Biden had the presidency, and he had the Senate, and he got his nominees through um, because none of the folks who have these positions uh, really are qualified for them. Jennifer Granholm has no energy understanding whatsoever. Um, and, and you look across the board, Pete Buttigieg is on our list as well. Oh. No transportation industry, uh, experience whatsoever. Deb Holland, no land use experience whatsoever. She's the Secretary of the Interior. Deb Holland just decided the important Willow oil and gas project last week. And you scratch your head and say, what was her criteria? She knows nothing about energy, about land, about resources. What was her criteria? Her criteria was, I don't know, whatever they tell me to do, because these folks are genuinely unqualified for the roles they have. And we can all see that, right, because we're living the consequences. We're living it with our high energy bills. We're living it with $6 a dozen eggs. We're living it with 
bank crashes. Um, we're living incompetency. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> Deb Holland, her number one uh, qualification for the job is she's Native American, correct? Absolutely. I'm not yeah, sure if she's I, gay. I, but I know that would be a factor, but I don't, I'm not sure about her. No, they, they ticked that box with Pete Buttigieg, so they're yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but 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 she ticked another box, and again, this is this is what 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 you happens when the president says that I will put a person who looks like this in this role. Um, immediately, anyone who was qualified for uh, Department of Interior who was not Native American was taken off the list. Well, I believe the Native American population in this country is about three percent. Mm-hmm. Um, what percentage of them are qualified to be energy? What percentage of anyone is qualified to be Secretary of the Interior? Um, and that's the problem with the identity politics we've been playing: is is you eliminate qualified people for people uh, uh, of the rainbow. And and again, we are living the we are living the incompetency of this administration because diversity is our strength. Well, diversity is not America's strength right now. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> no. Uh, we're talking to, to Daniel Turner. You can find uh, Energy Hypocrite Madness uh, on Twitter, at Power of the Future. Daniel's the founder and CEO of Power of the Future. The tournament has just started, and Bill Gates has beaten uh, Joe Biden. You can vote. Uh, that's, how, that's how it's determined, with your votes. So it's a very competitive field, but my money, I'm sorry, is always going to be on John Kerry because, again, he's got, a made, he's got an important job, but he's also it's the hypocrite factor. And there, I can't think Absolutely. of anybody who's more of a hypocrite than he is when it comes to this. He really is. He's, he's, a, he's a perfect example of it. Um, um, definitely a number one seed, probably the strongest contender to win the whole thing. Uh, again, in, 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 in your great city, his name is very well known, or the family he married into is very well known. And it just will always fascinate me how someone of such little intellectual ability and such little uh, value in society just hit the, 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 the widow lottery and married a billionaire uh, uh, and, and now gets to travel the world on her dead husband's ketchup plane and lecture them about, about climate change when he's not in one of his mansions or on his yacht or on the private jet. Um, they're planning, planning the next climate conference for November. I'll come back on your show and talk about it as we get closer to the date. But they'll gather another 40,000 people with John Kerry leading the charge, and they'll all sit around the Four Seasons in Dubai and talk about climate change, because that's what John Kerry does. He's probably somewhere right now at some five-star resort talking about climate change, because that's what he does for a living. When will we have a winner? We will have a winner. I think we're going to try to time it so that our winner is the is championship game for the NCAA. We're going to try to run them in tandem. So, uh, so that's our goal. Well, we'll be looking for it. Um, and right now, uh, Daniel Gates—I'm I'm sorry, Bill Gates—is the um, is the the first guy in the in in the winner's circle. So he beat the president of the United States. Pretty impressive, Daniel. Thanks Very for coming impressive. on. As usual, founder and CEO of Power of the Future. We'll talk again soon. Thank you so much, John. Okay, we'll be right back. Drew and Todd.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott, Washington Examiner political reporter Selena Zito. Says former President Trump has won the loyal support of many middle class voters. Frustrated by watching elites and powerful corporations get a helping hand even when they make mistakes and fail. They find a way to be rescued. However, when things in their lives, through nothing they did wrong, falls apart, nobody is there for them. Zito tells the Salem Radio Network that if the Manhattan DA elects to arrest the former president, it will likely spark a backlash from his supporters. Miami Beach officials imposing a curfew during spring bake after two fatal shootings and rowdy crowds that police have had difficulty controlling. That curfew mainly affecting South Beach. This is SRN News.
This Easter season, join world-renowned tenor Andrea Bocelli for an unforgettable journey of hope, beauty, and music. Experience musical performances from Michael W. Smith, Tori Kelly, Taya, and Torin Wells across the awe-inspiring Italian countryside. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli, brings you face-to-face with the moments in life that define us, the music that moves us, and the relationships that matter most. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli in theaters April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Find out more at thejourney.movie. That's thejourney.movie. This is Dennis Prager. If God saved the Jews in Egypt, why didn't he save the Jews in Europe? Was there really an exodus? My new book answers these and other questions. It's called The Rational Passover Haggadah. When you purchase The Rational Passover Haggadah, we are including two of my most listened to lectures for free. The Ten Commandments and Why Did God Take the Jews Out of Egypt? Get your autographed copy of The Rational Passover Haggadah at PragerStore.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. AM 1250, The Answer. Hugh Hewitt. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. I'm the next Hugh Hewitt Show. United States Senator Tom Cotton, Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Join me and we will talk with both of them about United States policy in Ukraine. More aid, less aid, to what end of the aid. All of that. Splitting the Republican Party, maybe? We'll talk with Crenshaw and Cotton about that on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt, tomorrow morning at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service master. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 27. Sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high 55. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 37. Cloudy Wednesday with a shower in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 53. Thursday, a breezy morning, otherwise milder with periods of rain and a high of 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, last week, a conservative commentator and author named Bethany Mandel was asked to define woke on the Hills YouTube show, a a show called Rising. And she drew a blank, and so liberals loved it. The whole thing went viral, of course, and they loved it and used it as proof that conservatives everywhere don't know what they're complaining about when they talk about wokeism. Wilford Riley is a political science professor at Kentucky State University, the author of many books, and he has the answer today at nationalreview.com. And he joins us now. Wilford, thanks for coming back. Appreciate it. Yeah, always great to be on the show. So you say in your piece that you answered the question two years ago. Um, What was your answer then, and has it changed at all? No, it hasn't really changed. So uh, literally a couple of years back, I was talking online, kind of friendly debate with Nina Turner, who's a left-wing writer. And this, this same argument came up, well, these terms you guys use on the right are all vague. You know, I made fun of her a little for things like fascist on the other side, but no one can define them. This isn't really political science. This is just banter. 
And I actually, um, for a review, had been reading some of the books on the quote-unquote woke left, uh, Ibram Kendi, Richard Delgado. And I said, well, not really. Like, if, if you look through this, there, there are three points that they all have in common. So the, the first component of wokeness is the idea that society today, I mean, in 2023, is intentionally still structured to oppress, to hold back you know, blacks or women or whoever the case might be. The second component, and this is the most important, is that any gap in performance is proof of this oppression. And this is this is doc, Dr. Kendi's whole thing, that if you find a difference in, say, SAT test scores between blacks and whites, you found racism. There's no other reason that this could be unless you're a genetic bigot, you know, he would argue. And the third element of wokeness, and in reality, this is easy to break down into like a one picture meme. But the third element is the idea that the solution is equity. So how do you get past these these differences between groups that must be racism? Well, you just require proportional representation regardless of performance. And that sounds crazy, but that's why you see all these things like equitable grading, equitable sentencing, equitable suspension. Equitable suspension literally means that you can't suspend any more black kids than white kids or any more men than women, any more Latinos than black kids. So as nutty as some of that might be, that that's what wokeness is. Like society is structured to oppress. You can tell that because there are differences in how people do. And so you have to fix that by eliminating the differences in how people do. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm always curious if, if I'm working for, at a high school and I'm a, a prefect of discipline, if they still have those kinds of things, or a vice principal who's in charge of suspending kids or throwing them out or, or whatever for discipline problems. Mm -hmm. Do you have a list and it's, a, okay, that's our fourth white guy we've had, kid yeah. we've had to suspend. Uh, that ties us now. That Now we got, we're equal, four and four. So the next one can be black or white, but uh, we're, we're tied. So, so or, or do they, do you actually, like if you're, if you're a kid, are you aware, listen, we're way ahead there. They've suspended way too many uh, black kids, we we there no there's no way I'm going to get suspended because they. Uh, it's it sounds like a joke, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, like when I was a young executive, now I'm not saying we ever violated any of the laws around equal employment or whatever, but I mean right. there there are these whole complex procedures about how you're supposed to hire people, so that you're in compliance with both equal opportunity and affirmative action and so on down the line. Like you can't have quotas, but you can't have goals and so on. In practice, every business I've ever seen where you want 10 Hispanic salesmen to go after the Puerto Rican market, you just pick the best 10 Hispanics out of a separate pile you create for Hispanic resumes. So it really is this simple. Like if you're doing equitable grading and you're a teacher, I mean, you're going to be pretty aware of who has what grade in class. And the ideal would be, the ideal would be that if you are dealing with black kids that are coming from poorer families than the white kids, you would spend time after school tutoring them, or you might pay out of pocket for them to use a tutor, or, you know, there'd be resources available in the classroom and the kids would just voluntarily start reading encyclopedias or something. But since all that's completely fantastical, what, what normally happens is just that you kind of go easier on them, or you, you do something like the, the final assignment of the year isn't a paper, it's a project that everyone will get an A on. So you give A's pretty much proportionally across groups. And I, I've heard teachers talk about this. You know, I've heard cops talk about this, so on down the line. So, yeah, yeah the, idea, the idea would very much be if you're a school, and what's a typical school, 20% black, if 40% of your suspensions are black, like one of the things that's talked about in meetings with the leadership team, senior teachers, school security chiefs, so on, is going to be how to get that down closer to 20%. And it's almost never going to be mentioned, well, the suspensions are 20 or 40 percent black because there were fewer black kids from, you know, stable dad families. These kids are getting in fights more. That, that's not really relevant. Right. Um, and so how are liberals defining it now that they claim conservatives can't define wokeism? Well, they're just making crap up. I mean, if, if you like, I mean, for the National Review article, I, I read through all the people that I spar with online and some mm -hmm. of whom I quite like as guys over a beer, but like Rod Graham, the sociologist, Torrey, the, you know, former kind of arms guy, but who's now a, 
you know, MTV woke personality, um, you know, six or seven other people, Lisa Chen. And I mean, all of them were saying things like wokeness is being aware of a prejudice in society or something like that, or wokeness is just treating people kindly. But that's that's just disingenuous and not not to ramble on. But you see this every time you debate a smart person on the left about any of these topics. So, like, there is an intelligent right wing take and an intelligent left wing take on American history. You know, I don't I don't have any sympathy for the Confederates, but I don't think everyone that fought in gray was evil, for example. So there are these conversations that you can have in a classroom. But what the what the smart leftists will generally say when you bring up these conversations is, oh, you don't want to talk about slavery Mm -hmm. and a woke person or a good educator or whatever term they use is someone who's not afraid to talk about slavery. It's just it's just straight up semantic word game. So that that was most of the left wing content you saw on Twitter and on cable news and so on. Well, it's interesting. uh, The opening of my show today, I I had come across today on Twitter uh, on a site uh, called Gender Studies for Men, and they (laughs) they had a list of jobs and the percentage of uh, these jobs that are held by men. And I made the point that I'm going to be fighting for women from here on out because I, I noticed a couple of things that um, 97% uh, – no, so 94, 97% of plumbers are men. And I, I just – that must be because these women who come out of high school dreaming to be plumbers – are just having the door slammed in their face. Is that is that pretty much how it works? It's terrible stuff. You go down there to the union hall with like you know, the dead rat in the corner, and you're, you got your nice interview dress on, and they just turn you away because of sexism. Yeah. No, of course not. I mean, this is another kind of technique that's used that I call cutting off half the graph. If I'm t- talking at a math class, um, so we often hear that. Women are underrepresented in these sort of cool elite professions like Air Force fighter killer pilot. Okay. But what, what's never heard is the flip side of this. Like men are overrepresented in all manual, physical, and military jobs. So it's easy to say like most sub-commanders are men, sure. But you just did a great job of pointing out the reverse. Like most people who are ditch diggers are also men. Mm-hmm. Coal Women, miners, 94%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, lumberjacks. Mm-hmm. Women tend to have indoor kind of lower upper middle class jobs where you can wear a jacket, come in, look nice. You don't necessarily have brutal hours. I'm not I'm not trying to be sexist here, but you're not generally you're not cutting down trees. No. You know, like with with the bonuses that we're paying out right now, you know, buck private in the army can do pretty well and he's going to be promoted through specialist and so on pretty quickly. There's an underrepresentation of women in that field. Not because of sexism, but because women seem less enthused about potentially winding up in a foxhole with a hostel named Abdul. I mean, there are multiple studies of men and women that ask about willingness to join the military, be a be an active duty police officer, so on down the line. So you, you have to look at both sides. You can you can try to integrate those professions, but I would bet that after a hundred years of the hardest effort, you might have a few more female pilots. You're not going to have many more female garbage men, for example. Right. Well, that, yeah, I have the numbers on that, if you're interested. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Um, it's um, garbage collecting is 87% men. I think there have been some gains there. I would have thought it would be up in the 90s, but women must have been, they must be finally realizing that women can do well at collecting garbage, too. I, I You know, that's something that shows some progress. Um so here's the thing, that, uh, and, and we're talking to uh, Wilford Riley, who is the author of uh, many books, including Hate Crime Hoax, uh, Taboo, Ten fact, Facts You Can't Talk About, and he's also a political science uh, professor at Kentucky State University. I just saw something the other day, Wilford, I, I, I don't have it in front of me here, but it just popped into my head right now. It was, um, it was something to do with, it might have been Florida, where they're, they're trying to get rid of the uh, DEI there and... Um, and somebody put up some stats on the number of Hispanic oh, yeah. teachers in this area and black teachers in that area and women. In that. So they gave the numbers. And here's what I've been saying this for 30 years and going back to when I was covering sports, when they would say there are only X percentage of black athletic directors and things like that. 
there may be uh, may have been tremendous discrimination going on at the time, but in any of the I never ever see in any of these stories any numbers on the number of applicants that were turned down. In other words, I don't think there are a lot of women applying for garbage truck work. Okay, but I would yeah. like to know. Okay, uh, if if they're if you're going to make the claim that that uh, any group is being um, left out of any job. What's the percentage of people who are applying and not not being and being shut down? I I don't know the answer to that because they never mention it. Yeah, because the the percentage is almost zero. I mean, I, at, at some level, we all know that there's not a deep backlog of aggressive businesswomen that are again walking into the union hall and trying to. I guess that would be the Teamsters trying to join up as you know the primary driver for a back alley garbage truck. Yeah. And the the way we know that so quickly may tell some things about embedded sexism in society or maybe even genetic differences between men and women, which is even more taboo. But the, the simple fact is that for right now, for the 40-year period that as a boss of 10 sanitation crews you would have to take into account, you're not going to get any women applying, and that's why women are underrepresented. Now, we're, we're having some fun talking about this, but again, the, the, the point is that feminists in general don't ever talk about the garbage truck example that disproves their case. They focus almost entirely on upper-class elite jobs where the sexism argument's a little more convincing. Mm-hmm. But when you point out women are also underrepresented in low-paying, violent jobs, women are, are overrepresented in, like I said, pleasant, sort of upper-middle-class HR kind of positions, the, the conversation becomes a lot more complex, and they often they often just stop it. The last point here, but one of the things you said, there, there really are two things that go into who works where. One of them, I guess, would be interest, frankly. Right. Like, why are there few black hockey coaches? Because well, not a lot of brothers play hockey. Right. The second would be qualifications. So, I mean, when you talk about Black teachers are underrepresented. A lot of black people want to be teachers, but you have to take a fairly difficult test to get seated as at least a high school teacher in most states. And right now, for a bunch of reasons, and I think the simplest is that up until college, black kids study a lot less than white and Asian kids. But for whatever reason, the black pass percentage on that test is like 60% as versus 90 for whites and Asians. So you can't obviously have teachers that can't pass the certification test to be a teacher. Nobody, white, black, or Asian American, wants that. So you have to look at who wants to do the job, and then you have to look at how many people are qualified. And there are a lot of white guys that want to be in the NBA, but, I mean, there's there's a tryout. (laughs) You've got to play some college ball. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And but it's, it's one of the woke solutions, though, it seems to be, uh, when when a group that you are favoring or are you're sympathetic toward um, is not doing as well in a test, you lower the standards and then and then act like you've accomplished something. Yeah, and I, I think an interesting phrase that you put in there is when a group that you are sympathetic to is doing badly, because in reality, if you look at the groups we're mentioning, Asians, middle class, blacks, whites, I mean, they're all doing pretty well. They all have jobs. You know, so it's not as though every arena is dominated by whites. If you were to look at sales, which is my old field, you see a ton of black guys, Jewish guys, Hispanic guys that can target that linguistic market. If you were to look at sport, I mean, dominated by black people and so on down the line, there are fields, HR, that pay quite well that are dominated by women, often minority women, to the point that it's kind of a trope. It's a meme. But the focus tends to be on those fields where the white men do have the qualifications that are most on point. To the extent that those are almost the only fields attacked. I mean, when we talk about sports, the only sport that I ever hear about having a diversity problem is Major League Baseball or maybe hockey. Because, I mean, there, there aren't that many black players at present. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you were to take that exact same analysis and apply it to the defensive side of the ball in the NFL, I mean, it would be just as accurate. It's just never done. Because the people that are deeply concerned about this kind of racial bean counting – don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for, you know, white ethnics or whatever whatever that group label might be. We're talking to Wilfred Riley. He's a political science professor at Kentucky State University and author of many books. And his piece is up at nationalreview.com about wokeism. If you're looking for a, uh, a definition of it, apparently 
not apparently, obviously lots of people are now looking for an official um, definition. Um, so um, I, I got to ask you, you're, you're a professor at Kentucky State. Would you call your students woke? Uh, some of them are pretty woke. I'm more, I'm more tolerant of that with young people. Like it's my job to teach them statistics. You know, they can, they can think what they want, but college kids tend do tend to be pretty woke. I think with the young kids, with the young guns in college, it's because of a lack of exposure to other worldviews. And this is actually very problematic when you look at it deeply. Like, for example, the affirmative action, or not the affirmative action, the African-American studies curriculum that Ron DeSantis struck down in Florida is essentially the standard black studies curriculum, which means it's about a third of history that's taught in most schools. And if you actually read through it, the things that are in there, like queer theory, Black Lives Matter, um, Stonewall riots, make it in there somehow. These don't have anything to do with what I think most people would think of as black American history, like Martin Luther King and Abe Lincoln and who won the Civil War and that kind of thing. So getting exposed to that in an urban white or, you know, a, a black Afrocentrist sort of school or anything like that for 12 years is going to leave you with a whole bunch of assumptions. And it, like when we talk about the level of default assumptions, there are things people almost never evaluate that have a big impact on how you look at the world. Like, is it unfair for some people to have more than others? You know, I would guarantee you the majority of college kids would say yes. So you get a lot of that because there's so much kind of mainstream liberal material in elementary school and secondary school. They have posters of the gender unicorn on the walls. And that, that's, again, a weird thing that's happened pretty recently. But, yeah, it's had an effect. Oh, hey, Wilford, thanks for being on the show. I'm out of time. Thanks. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Fair enough. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, that's Wilford Riley. We'll be right back. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The Folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Hey. I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store, and I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah, and do they need to look like robots? Ah, oh, dude, I know. And it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went. 
but we did buy that German factory, where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping, backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com code MODERN. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data... You can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, they may or may not arrest uh, Donald Trump tomorrow, apparently. Um, according to this uh, story I'm reading here at PJ Media, the police are putting up the barricades right now. They're expecting riots when, when not if, Trump is arrested. Uh, the New York City Police Department was busy on Monday setting up steel barriers outside the Manhattan criminal court as if it fully uh, expects patriots to come out in force to protest against the destruction of our free republic. That's according to uh, Robert Spencer, who was a guest on the show not too long ago. That's the way he's putting it. Um, the DA up there is Alvin Bragg. He apparently doesn't care, not apparently, obviously doesn't care that it's a bogus charge. It's not even his jurisdiction. And uh, I guess the way to look at it is bring it on. Their stupidity knows no bounds. They hate this guy, Donald Trump. If this doesn't work, it doesn't matter. They'll find something else. They got two years at least uh, before they stop. And if he would ever get elected again, it'll just be impeachment all over again. So get used to it. Enjoy the fun. It starts tomorrow with the barricades. He may or may not get arrested tomorrow, but it's going to happen this week. This production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.